0: Welcome back to OPA Podcast, episode 34. Today, joining you today is I'm one of your hosts, Jason O.
1: I'm Griffin Most. And uh, returning, finally, I'm Wyatt Okers. Emphasis on finally.
0: (laughs) Finally. Finally. (laughs) And uh, missing today is our fourth co-host, Leron guider. He's writing an essay for school. Um, we'll so, again sometime. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see him today or a different podcast so um to start off this podcast will be a uh, quick timeline we'll be recapping the first game of the season versus ohio state no and then preview <laughs> <laughs> preview our game versus uh the miami of ohio red hawks um, so to do some quick recap, unfortunately, we lost to Ohio State, uh, number four Ohio State, 41 to 31, losing by 45, two, 45, 31. My 45, 45, by two touchdowns. Um, I, the, for a quick reaction, I think that game should have been closer. Um, but that is just me. Um And that targeting call uh, that did not get called on um, Mike Brown Stevens, I'm still irked by that.
2: And it the, the sad thing is, is they went to review it and they still couldn't overturn it. Yeah, that's 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 what
1: bothers me a little bit more, honestly. I believe but, the Big Ten officially recognized that as an error.
0: Now. Yeah, po- yeah po- like post post game. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it doesn't even matter at that point because it's over. I mean, yeah, what what does that do? He suspended the guy for one half of football for a rule that he's supposed to be suspended two halves for.
0: Yeah. Uh, unfor- uh more unfortunate news: we lost Muhammad Ibrahim. Uh, for for the, rest of the season with a lower leg injury. He he was supposed supposedly went into surgery today or yesterday, um, which will end his season. Uh, wishing him the best for health and recovery uh Mike, the Gopher enemy hopes that he comes back next year, because uh, I think he make it I think he can get the injury waiver. if not, uh, wish him the best in his future in the NFL. But rough news on uh, us as the gophers. Uh, but he had a monster night though, like if I gotta pull up his quick stats, uh, 30 carries 163 yards 5.4 yards average with two tutties and along a long of 56 on that fourth and one call at our own what 29
2: <laughs> oh the the worst part was is I mean I remember going back and hearing like all these like the Fox broadcasters being like wow he's like as advertised and we're kind of sitting there like, no effing bleepity bleep. <laughs> like, where have you guys been all like the past like two years? It's, it's like, kind of
1: he deserves and
2: it's like, an stop watching years. all your Ohio State yeah. film and drowning yourself in that when there's plenty of other talent outside of the top 10. Yep. And to be yep. honest, OSU did not even look like a top 10 team, if we're being quite honest. CJ Stroud on that first drive looked like he was bothered absolutely <laughs> bothered granted it looks better and what what also sucks too is pretty much every one of their touchdowns was like 30 plus yards so yeah but so um, i i don't think they should be in the top 10
1: anytime soon
0: any takes from your end Wyatt
1: I I don't know that I have any strong takes on the game that already haven't that haven't already been sort of commented on here. Uh, oh, here's, obviously oh, for you. the targeting was a big deal, well,
0: but here's for you, why special teams? Yeah, um, I was gonna say Crawford, bro. A uh, Mark Crawford, three punts, uh, average thirty-eight point seven yards long of forty-five on the night. Um, and then uh, Matthew Trickett, I think that's how you pronounce it, was one for one on field goals. Uh, forty-six yards, and then was also perfect for
2: um his extra point attempts as well. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take
1: that. <it>,
2: <laughs> no more Brock Walker and Michael Lance.
1: <gasps> Those experiments so, are over. So. We're tired of bad special teams. Having special teams that perform the way they did, even even if it's not great, was a relief. Yep,
0: and uh also. Terrell Smith uh was the only you uh, was only player in the entire game that recorded an interception uh that night too tea time tea time
1: and you then, take those
0: um and then also mentioned uh our wide receivers uh, despite ha- ha- not having crap I think they did all right um Daniel Jackson was our leading receiver for three receptions at 58 yards so average 19.3 along with 22. Uh, Dalen. uh, right. Um, not Dylan, if you ask PJ, uh, five receptions for 57 yards, uh, 11.4 average with one tutty. Uh, and his touchdown
2: was beautiful too, by yeah, the way. It was
0: a beautiful touchdown as well. And then of course behind him, um, Brevin Ford, the boy that we've always been passionate about, um, has some game time at three receptions at 44 yards, 14.7 yards average. Uh, Then behind him is Mike Brown Stevens. Unfortunately, I think he probably left with a concussion that did not look good. And then uh,
2: Trey Potts,
0: um, our running
2: back. But yeah, Stevens Stevens seems really really hesitant for some reason. Uh, He dropped, I think, a couple, but he dropped one. I know for sure that was Mm -hmm. just kind of floated right in there from Tanner. And it's, I mean, you got to catch those if if it's in your vicinity, you got to catch those. Yeah.
0: Um, but other than that, this is a quick recap of the game. I'd say I I had fun. Like the first half was, you know, stress inducing gophers as usual. And then of course the comeback, uh, to end the half, um, you know, I'd say in the end, I was over a positive of what team we got. Like, I think we can use this as a, you know, getting burned by the bridges in that game at the end there will be a valuable lesson in the scene because it's, it's Ohio state. Like, I think they're one of the better teams in the uh, big 10 that I think can lead our team to like the next step. Um, Especially the guys I need to step up, like in the running back room with Mo being out.
1: Um, well, and I think like you said, losing by two touchdowns wasn't what that game was looking to be. That game was a closer game than it looks on the final scoreboard. Yeah. Um, and we should really use that as a stepping-off point, saying, hey, we've got what it takes to hang with some of the best in this country, so let's let's do it week in and week out.
0: Yep. Uh, so with that in mind, let's transition on to our next opponent. Um, we'll be facing the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks uh, from the MAC. Um, our last matchup with these guys, we played back in 2018, guys. So that was like your senior years, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that was I think our uh, so that game we won twenty six to three. And at the time, that was Zach Anixtad under quarterback. Um, and currently Minnesota leads the series against Miami of Ohio. Uh, we're four 0 and in the last four matchup matchups against them. Uh, this game will air, uh, on ESPNU, uh, with John Schriffen and Renee. Uh, in, Go- in Goglia. Uh, and then on KFAN radio with Mike Grimm for play by play, Daryl Thompson's analyst, Justin Guard, a reporter. Uh, yeah. But uh, some more fun facts about this game. Uh, before we play this game, Minnesota is currently 19 victories in non conference play. Uh, our last loss being in 2015, our rookie year in the marching band. Uh, we lost TCU. Uh, TCU. Um, so yeah, and under PJ Fleck, he's 11 and 0 in non-conference play. So yeah, uh, and what's well, funny thing behind us in terms of other teams, uh, <laughs> Iowa and Kentucky are at 12 straight non-conference wins, and then Alabama's uh, at fourth with nine wins. So the fact that Minnesota is up there numbers wise is great to see.
2: And honestly, I hope uh, Bryce Williams is kind of the lead back in this game, to be honest because I know he ran for like one hundred and forty yards <laughs> in that game. yep, so that would that would be fun to see again from like our number four back.
0: yep. and this I, I know I'm going, I know there's like a lot of reports and articles about this already, but I feel this is what happened back in 18 remember in 18 that's the year we won the axe right rodney goes out with injury shannon goes out with injury that we had mo who was like you know essentially off and on like small injuries here and there and it had to be like him bryce williams um and i think who do we have a third tailback that was involved or is that rodney still um was it like Femi Cole or something? Could be Femi Cole, but I don't know if he left already at that time. Um, but essentially, our running backs were forced into the games, like our young tailbacks. And over the course of the season, like Mohammed and Bryce improved so much that they were the catalyst to us winning against Wisconsin. Mainly Mo, but um, I'm really hoping either it be Trey Potts, Bryce Williams, um, Cam Wiley. Uh, or I'm, I'm mentioning my, uh, one of my, uh, the guy that I like, Preston Jelen, uh, who was, who, who went with Mohammed Ibrahim like was on scout team. He was a walk-on that got a word, a scholarship. Um, But I'm just excited that, you know, sad that we lost Mo, but I'm excited of what our tailbacks can do because they're talented. I, we know that. It's just that I want to see the, you know, the pair and despair that we sorely s- missed
1: <laughs> uh, since
0: 2019.
1: Well, 2018 was the season of Zach Anix's ex- injury as well, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, he
0: got he was out for half the season.
1: So, s- 2018 was the season that Tanner Morgan sort of stepped up to the plate and did his business as yep, well. and
0: that was the season where we hi- we fired uh Rob Smith.
2: Yeah, and buddy. With Joe
0: Rossi. <laughs> but uh, that's on the gopher side. but let's talk about our opponents. So Miami Ohio uh, had a very rough first game. More uh, more rough than we did to say the least. Um they played against number 8 Cincinnati Ooh. losing 49 to 14. Desmond Ritter Cincinnati's quarterback, who is supposed to be a high draft pick this up next next season, had an eighty percent completion percentage.
2: That'll get uh, yeah. scouts' numbers or eyes uh widening.
0: Yep, and uh, so, so Wyatt, I think you'd be surprised by these facts. I told you to Griffin earlier, but their quarterback, uh, AJ Mayer, was nine completions of twenty-eight attempts, so thirty-two. 32- Percent completion percentage for 109 yards uh, <laughs> and had two sacks with a quarterback rating of 64.8. You
1: uh, can't, can't get things done like that. No, that's then, not how you...
0: <laughs> their lead rusher is Kayon Mosey. Uh, 15 carries for 80 yards, 5.3 average. Uh, no touchdowns, but their second best tailback, Kenny Tracy, Eight carries, 37 yards, um, had one touchdown in that game. Uh, receiving core, uh, their lead receiver, Mark Hippenhammer, uh, had three receptions, were 64 yards, uh, no touchdowns. Um, and then it uh, looks like uh, no field goals for their kicking team, just extra points. And then uh, they did have a... Their their other touchdown came from a defensive uh, touchdown. Uh, fumble, as of, as I'm assuming
1: as of, that was late in the game.
0: Probably fumble recovery or interception, I believe. Yeah, fumble recovery for a touchdown. Was it
1: later in the game?
0: I don't know. Um, I'm just looking at the stat sheet on paper. No. so You don't have the box score? Yeah, just like the, just the box score um, stats. But in contrast, um, for our Gophers, Tanner Morgan, currently on the season, was 14 completions of 25 attempts at fo- 205 yards. Um, but that's a 56% completion percentage. But, you know, a lot of people were... I'd say they were too harsh on him. I think he did what the the play gave him. Like, if he needed to... they. Like, I think I saw a lot... Uh, I, I said this last podcast with Griffin Wyatt... I want to see Tanner make quarterback decisions like like yes get get the call from Mike Sanford and PJ on the sideline but if things go that go that hell in that in that play or so those plays make his own decision and I saw a lot more of him just like running for it when he didn't see the play that he liked uh throwing RPOs that as he always does when he makes his reads and you know of course when he didn't have mo um he did a lot of that and I think he had a okay night. It wasn't as great great as night, like Penn State, but you know, it was reasonable in my mind. I wonder what you guys thought of that his play last last game versus, you know, what we expect coming up.
1: Listen, I don't think it's I don't think that his play against the, in the Ohio State game was vintage Tanner. I think that's less than Tanner's capable of. And I'd like I'd like to see this coaching staff pushing more, especially with Mo out. Um, but he's all. He, you also got to give him credit for going up against one of the toughest teams in not just the Big Ten but the entire NCAA. Like that's not an easy team to go play against, especially when you're down your number one wide receiver.
0: And also he had, he threw. I forgot to mention no interceptions that game
1: i i think tanner played a clean game but i think he's capable of more um yeah i'd really like to see what they're gonna do with him in in this in this miami of ohio game give him a give him a nice confidence boost
2: i think this is the this miami team is the one where they can branch out and try some new things because there's nobody on their defense that i know of that's particularly impressive
1: I, I actually a, did look yeah. up the box score by the way and that that the interception was a late touchdown. So I'm assuming that since they put in backups.
2: Probably. Since he did since he did put in one of their backups at the end. He was since like over one playing a starter at
1: quarterback.
0: Yep. Um but I don't know. I cuz looking at what ESPN says. So ESPN's FPI has uh Minnesota ninety one point seven percent over Miami of Ohio's eight point three percent, so ESPN thinks will win. Of course, the money line says so too. A uh, spread is nine minus twenty in favor of the Gophers, with an over the under of, twenty uh, points. Yes, with an over Probably. under of uh, fifty three and a half. Jeez. Also, ESPN get your get, Get your act together. It's not TCF Bank Stadium anymore. It's not Huntington Bank Stadium, unfortunately.
1: ESPN won't change that until Huntington Bank yells at them enough.
0: Yeah, and pay that like, like, make, makes ESPN
2: pay money. <laughs> ESPN's always the one that comes out two hours late with a story.
0: Yep. But um, but yeah. Anything else we want to talk about this game coming up against Miami Ohio? Besides, you know. You know. We have a great team. Like we, we, cap- we know,
1: we know that we've got capable players on on our roster. Yeah, it's just taking advantage of the players that we have, even in the absence of the players that we really wish we had. Yeah, um,
0: y'all, okay capable the predictions then for uh, Miami Ohio. <laughs> um, so why last podcast when you were absent we uh, griffin and i already gave our predictions for the whole season so griffin yep. uh griffin you and i said we were winning miami of ohio but we didn't say what scores so with the information we have in mind uh also griffin <clears throat> what do you
2: think Ooh, let's go let's kind of go similar to what they just had over in cincinnati so you Let's want to 14 I'm going to say 42-14. Okay.
1: That's a lot.
2: I know it is.
1: That's a but lot you, of points right then.
2: You already know we're just going to be handing the ball off and running
1: the clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wyatt, what about you?
1: Let's go with a 38-17 game. Favor the Gophers. Thanks for the
2: clarification.
0: (laughs) Wait, so Griffin does... uh, I think Griffin does... No. Cover the spread means we cover the 53.5, right? Or more?
1: No, that's the over-under. Covering the spread means that we're 20 or more points ahead of them.
0: Okay, so... I'd say we'll cover the spread. um, And I'm going to say... 45. We'll get a field goal in there somehow um, to help our special team's hearts uh, to 14. So we'll still cover the spread.
2: Um, that's that's
1: plenty of coverage for the yeah. spread.
2: <laughs> Ohio State barely covered the spread in the last game but they covered. Well, Ohio yeah. State did not cover the spread in the last game. I, I thought it was 13 and a half. Did they change it? I heard it was 14 and a half.
1: Ooh. I
2: thought they dropped it. to. Th- I, I mean, I could be wrong. I thought they dropped it to 13, but now I'm
1: curious. No, Nick Fletcher put a, put a bat down on this sp- on the Gophers cover in the spread. <laughs> so that's well, how you I know? Mean, I guess we didn't <laughs> get money, though. We snuck bad. out with the money there.
2: <laughs> All right, well.
0: All right. Well, Wyatt, since you're here, uh, we want to ask you to uh, tell us your predictions wins and losses no scores for the rest of the season. Uh what was your what was All right, run me so, that schedule. So Ohio State uh before the season what where do you think will, will we be win or lose?
1: Listen, I didn't think we were going to win that game. Um I like how close we played it. I actually think we played it closer than I would have originally projected. Yep. Um but I didn't have us winning that game. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, so then uh we just got Miami Ohio. Next up we we are at
1: Colorado. Um Winter yeah, years. I think I think we can take a win in Colorado. I think it'll be a close game, but I I think the Gophers will continue that uh, non conference winning streak.
0: And then the last non-conference game, we're at home against Bowling Green.
1: That should definitely be a win on homecoming. Yes. Don't doubt it.
0: All right. Uh now we're back into big ten play. You were at Purdue in West Lafayette. We we
1: we can take the win at, at Purdue. Purdue is not a team that I'm afraid of this season. We can definitely beat. It.
0: We have a bye. Always win the bye.
1: <laughs> no, I, think, I think we take that one.
0: <laughs> Next up, at home against Scott Frost, Nebraska Cornhuskers.
1: Yeah, Scott Frost Nebraska Cornhuskers should be scared of this Gophers team. Because this Gophers team's got grit, man. Uh we're gonna beat Scott Frost and it's gonna be one of the one of the signature games of the season for us. All right. Uh next up at
0: home against Maryland.
1: Yeah, I think I think because we have them at home, we can take that Maryland team. Okay. On the road I'd be a little bit I'd be skeptical, but I think by then we'll be clicking. Um hopefully we can take that dub.
0: All right, at Northwestern. Griffin and I said
1: losses at Evanston. This is definite. Yeah, this is one that I don't trust. It's an off year for Northwestern, but I never like going to Ryan Field. They'll give us a loss here.
0: (laughs) The the exception was 2019 when we won that game. Um, All right, after Northwestern, we are at home against the Align.
1: Yeah, we should we should be able to take the win against them. Hold did up, did you did you see them Wait, this past
0: when, week? When's our last loss? Was that eighteen against them? It's yeah, like, it, was, like, uh, 19, it was like Okay,
2: 31 I think it was twenty eighteen. Rob Smith defense. Okay,
0: okay, so twenty twenty two is when we'll lose to them because it's a it's every three four years we lose to the Illini. So okay, I just want to make sure. Um, next up,
1: we are at Iowa. So we are in Kinnick. We're at <laughs> Yeah, with uh, with two losses on the season at at this point, I don't. I see us going into Kinnick as a, as a team that people want to be good, but you know Kinnick's not a good place to go if you're a team that's doing well. So I'm taking an ally at Kinnick.
0: Okay, then um. Indiana
1: couldn't at, even keep up at <sighs> at any
0: Indi- at Indiana.
1: What do you say? Indiana looked rough against Iowa, um, and I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if Indiana is just a team that's going to underperform again this year or if they just had a fluke game. Um, I, you know, because we're in Indiana, I'll, I'll take an L there. I think it's good. I think that game could go either way, but, you know, we'll see what Indiana's doing at okay. that point.
0: All right, and then uh, our last home game of the season and last game of the regular season, Thanksgiving weekend, is against the Wisconsin Badgers.
1: You know, I, I think the Gophers are going to be at full force at that point, but there's no doubt in my mind that Wisconsin's a tough team to play anytime we play them. So I'm, I'm not going to take that game for granted. I'm going to put us at a loss for that one, um, and hopefully I'm wrong. And although I think that
2: game will be closer than people think, because Graham Mertz was not looking fantastic either.
1: Yeah. Well, the hope for Wisconsin is obviously that Graham Mertz kicks it into gear, but um, you know, it definitely looks like a like it was a rough
2: start. The it. only QB kicking it into gear was Jack Cohn, and he just destroyed with Notre Dame.
0: <laughs> Jack Cohn. All right. So Wyatt, your overall record uh for the season is 7 and 5 uh, versus mine. I'm very optimistic at 9 and 3. Ooh. <laughs> and uh Griffin at 8 and 4.
1: That nah, that means that Loranz will have us at 5 and 7.
0: Probably. <laughs> no. Now it's funny. You and Griffin agreed mostly. Uh only th- the games that you two disagreed, which is Wisconsin. But I disagreed with you with India. I think we win at Indiana. And I th- and I think the performance on the field I saw against Iowa, I I think it's I think it's I think they're in the rough patch because I Michael Fe- uh, Penix or Phoenix I don't know how you pronounce um, Penix Penix. I never seen one great season besides nineteen, um, or was it twenty twenty? Um, well, he
1: spent half of the last season on the shelf. He yeah. he was fantastic until he got hurt. Yeah, um. And, you got to remember, this is a quarterback who yeah. basically carried his team to a win against Penn State. Yeah. That nobody thought they were going to take.
0: And then also, there's no Payne Ramsey at backup. So, like, I don't trust their death chart behind quarterback. Um, and they lost some talent, too. So I, I said win, but this is mine. So it,
1: it's a matter of if, if Michael Penix shows up and stays healthy. Yeah.
0: But that's, yeah. So again, I'm nine and three, Griffin eight and four, you're seven and five. Uh we can probably save Wyatt five and seven, probably.
1: <laughs> um Laurent said five and seven makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> really the
0: but um other than that, hot takes
1: <sighs> it's not a hot take to say that Scott Frost will be fired at this point. Um as a There's an ice-cold take. I still think that Jim Harbaugh's time is coming. Jim Harbaugh's time is coming, and it's coming quicker than anybody will expect it to.
0: Did Joe Milton transfer, or is that different?
1: I, I'm not sure. Off the top of my head. Yeah.
0: Jim, just go back to the NFL.
1: <laughs> hey, uh... Griff, I heard you had some hot takes about uh Indiana.
2: I won't say it to your face though.
1: <laughs> I really do hope that Indiana bounces back after that Iowa loss. That's that's a tough way to lose that first game.
0: I love the meme I saw. I was like, "You lost to fucking Spencer Petrus." <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's gonna mean not just this season but last season they
0: were doing it too. Yeah. Uh oh, but uh not a hot take, but NFL game season starts tomorrow. Bucks versus Cowboys. Where Bucks will hang the banner. I'm excited.
1: I'm excited for the season to start.
0: I'm ready for I'm ready to watch NFL football again. The Vikings are playing again this Sunday too against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I will say it was rough watching the preseason for the Vikings. Um,
1: well, the preseason is always rough.
0: Yeah, but uh, if I do have a hot take, though, I I think Mike Zimmer still will get fired by the end of the season, though it doesn't matter if you don't, it doesn't matter if you make playoffs or not. Like we can't win with his style of, uh, his coaching style. Plus Kirk cousins. I just get, I
1: want to, well, Kirk cousins quarterbacks. Well, but he doesn't win games.
0: No. And, uh, even though we have Dalvin cook, um, and then Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, I don't think we can get over the hump. Um,
2: I and D.D. Westbrook. Oh, don't forget about our boy, D.D.
0: Oh, oh D.D. Yeah, don't forget about D.D. And most of our defense is back, too. but Plus th- Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson. Uh, Rashad Breeland. We got from the Chiefs.
1: Great pickup. Uh, I, I like the roster. Plus Griffin's back.
0: With 97. Michael Pierce traded his number back. It is now wearing 58. But um, no, I like what we have on the Vikings. It's just I don't know if Kirk I don't, Cousins I don't and think Zimmer we can came the in this hump game. With
1: Kirk Cousins. I don't think that he's the quarterback for us.
0: Kellen Mond looked hot at that last preseason game. Well, hopefully he can develop. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't, well, Vikings are screwed. <laughs> um. Ooh, but I know Larrance ain't here. But Andy Dawn may start
1: for the Bears. (laughs) I mean, he was told that he was going to be the week one starter. And I I wouldn't be surprised to see them not want to throw shields to the Lions from day one. Metaphorical Lions, not literally the Lions.
0: Yeah. But other than that, I digress. But any other hot takes or any things of excitement coming up for this football season
1: I don't think I got any super hot takes right now.
0: No. My hot take last week was uh Indiana was going to win the Big 10.
1: I I wish I would have been here last week cuz I would I would have thrown out the hot take that uh Georgia was going to beat Clemson and I would have been right. <laughs>
0: Oh, I do it was love
1: an ugly football game. I but... will
0: note this. I love the shade that Eric Hendricks did on his Instagram when UCLA beat LSU and he like had like the UCLA cap coming up to like Justin Jefferson, Patrick Peterson, and uh Daniil Hunter in the locker room it was like, Hey, here's a hat. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love NFL and college football, but we all do. But we all do uh I think we gotta if there's nothing else, let's wrap up the podcast i'll will that why go back to reading for school? um Griffin can go to bed, so can I?
2: <laughs> God bless,
0: yes, but awesome. well, to all of our fans and listeners, thank you so much for listening to tonight's podcast. um again, uh my I plan to be at the game uh not in the stance, but on the field as a photographer. I don't know about these two here,
2: but um, if I probably will
1: not, but I probably won't be at this game, but down the line, I'll be something.
0: Yeah. But uh, if you see us a game, say hi. Uh, we're not too shy. Uh, talk football. But other than that, uh, we'll call the night and we'll see everyone again next time. So again, I want your host, Jason O.
2: Griffin Most. from White Oakers
0: And uh, Ope.
2: Nope. Oh.